0: hello welcome to another episode of the path to transformation i'm tammy and i'm excited to have you joining in with me today i started this podcast over a year ago now it is if it is your first time listening in hey welcome if it is your 61st or second then thanks for coming back I am excited to have you here either way and this podcast we talk about wellness, we talk about some woo-woo, we talk about grief and I love having people on to share their stories whether they are relating to wellness or different life events that have changed the way that they you know value their health etc and yeah I think my mission if you you aren't already aware is just to teach and educate and help each and every one of us value our health and have a better relationship with ourselves. And if we are grieving to know that we are not in it alone. So if any of those things are of interest to you, you are going to enjoy this show, this episode, etc. And if you are new, and you don't know, I do have a virtual grief support group and we meet once a month. So we meet the last Sunday of the month. So for April, that will be, I'm not sure of the date, but, uh, April 30th, Sunday, April 30th, we will meet at eight, at 8 PM Eastern standard time. If you or somebody, you know, is in need of an intimate community, then definitely send them my way. And if you are feeling like you really need some guidance, some support as you reprioritize yourself and maybe try to figure out what you actually want to do with your life or find a new career path. I do have virtual or not virtual. I'm sorry. I have one-to-one coaching spots open. They are virtual, actually. But yeah, one-to-one coaching spots open. And if that is something that interests you, again, you can just shoot me a DM. My Instagram is at wellness, Same thing on TikTok, but don't DM me there because I don't. I don't even know how to check them. <laughs> um, oh yeah, actually, I know how to check them. I'm not. I'm not that old. Anyway, if you are watching this on YouTube, though, hey, I am figuring out this whole YouTube thing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I know some people are like, yeah, I just like to have background noise on. So like, I like to listen to it on YouTube. And I'm like, all right, cool. Great. I will keep I will keep doing this. So yeah, let's jump into our topic then about burnout. And if you aren't already aware, that's kind of where I started with my coaching was a really focusing in on burnout. But most of my clients currently are struggling with burnout as well. So burnout is when we get to that point of so much stress, I feel an exhaustion that we are just so tired and worn out. Maybe sometimes we might feel anxious or depressed as well. And that is my own d- definition. <laughs> that isn't from you know the internet or anything but my burnout I think I was in a I've been in like a cycle of it before but four years ago I was extremely burned out I was working my full-time teaching job and also getting my master's degree and as you I'm sure are aware teaching is not an easy job at all. You wear like 25 hats and you're expected to rock all of them. You're expected to be the nurse. Sometimes you're expected to be the mom. You're expected to be the kid's guidance counselor, their teacher. You're expected to sometimes be their, um, I don't even know. Like, (laughs) I lost track, but those are like four or five. And yeah, it is just so much On teachers and of course there's other jobs that have a lot of stress not saying that other jobs don't have stress because they do but teaching is emotionally draining physically mentally spiritually all of the above so going in my first year I had no idea what to expect and that is exactly how I ended up burning out I think I mean I knew like what I was signing up for because I was doing a program where I was going into like underserved schools. So I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew I wasn't going to like, I didn't have like a savior complex or anything, but I just didn't know the multitude or the depth of trauma and things that some of these students went through and then how it would impact their ability to focus and to learn and that was definitely something that I now looking back as in my own education I'm like oh wow like oh I totally like kind of could see some of the classmates that I went to school with and like maybe how they like acted in class I'm like oh wow they probably had like a lot of stuff going on at home so it wasn't, it wasn't easy, and then I put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, do my best. But I was also having a ton of imposter syndrome because it was like a new state, it was a new uh, position, it was a new, you know, new people around me, and I put on a lot of pressure on myself to try my best and to show up when on the deep. Like side of things, it wasn't my complete passion, you know, like it wasn't my number one, like my soul's on fire, because I hadn't found that yet, so the imposter syndrome definitely got in the way, and I slowly but surely, when I would get home, you know, I'd do work, and we, some of us, you know, when we are overachievers, I guess, or we like to do our best, we can focus in on work and like that becomes the main thing. And we let our other relationships kind of fall to the wayside, not because we don't love the people, but like, we're like, I got to focus and get this done. So yeah, I definitely slowly but surely started to become like (laughs) reclusive with my work. And as the months went on, the stress, you know, continued day to day, really, wasn't something that I was used to, like the multitude of like fight or flight. Like I'd be pretty much, I guess at a, like, a you know, a a steady rate of stress, but some of these different things that would happen during the day would trigger. So I'd get like, I'd be really in like, like the flight and like just feel so much tension and so much built like building up. So, as time went on, it didn't, you know, I didn't get any easier. Sorry, like my throat's a little itchy right now. Um, it didn't really, yeah, it didn't get easier for me. And it actually felt like it was in a sense, there was like a bit that felt like Groundhog Day almost, where it got to that point where every day felt the same. And Okay, like I'm waking up and the next day is going to be the same. And oh my God, like I'm dreading it. And go back to, you have your day, you go to bed, wake up, next thing, next day is going to be the same. Like, again, I'm dreading it. And it was basically like having the Sunday scaries every day, right? So like that feeling of like, I don't want to go in every single day. And maybe you're at this point yourself. Maybe that's how burnt out you are feeling right now. Know that it is a part of burnout. And I totally, totally see you with that. So there was a lack of sleep. There was me slowly but surely also not really taking care of myself because I had to do so much work. I was like, I'm not prioritizing like this, that, I can't, I don't have time to prioritize this, that, and the other. So putting myself on the back burner. And that definitely, you know, impact my mental health was also struggling. Um, Definitely was having anxiety. And now looking back for sure, like started to develop, I would say like depression a little bit. And yeah, then of course my mom passed away March. So things went down downhill from there. And I think honestly, I was at the point where I was like, this is bad, like, I can't keep going forward with, with burnout, and then she passed away. So, obviously, not glad (laughs) that she's gone or anything, but, like, it really, like, forced me to take a break, and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way, in, in my opinion, some, in some cases, though, that it is that way, but I definitely, feel like you know I probably would have had to take a break either way uh I would have probably still had a a mental breakdown if if um you know she something with her hadn't happened and I think too that one thing to keep in mind with your burnout is that ours like our behaviors and stuff are often linked to our parents like you know we learned so much from them. They, we are so impressionable as kids and everything. And no, I'm not playing a blame game, but I definitely think I learned some of the, you know, perfectionist or like work, workaholic traits from, from my mom, I guess, in a sense. So for her, a little bit about her, she definitely, um, she definitely put others, before herself, she was a nurse. So she that's like I feel like a nurse, a common nurse trait is like taking care of everybody else. Like you're just a nurturer. You care a lot. And I think as I got older, she stopped working in the hospital and she instead worked like for insurance or something, call center stuff and whatever. She definitely had a few different positions but she didn't like it and it was stressful so oftentimes you probably know people too but we bring home sometimes what we deal with during the day that work and then it makes the evening like you know suck right so like I kind of saw her be stressed and like unhappy some nights. So besides that, she also didn't really do stuff for herself. Like I don't remember her having like, you know, a self-care practice or going to the gym all the time. Like there were, was a period when she did, but so she didn't, you know, do some of those things where we take care of ourselves. Um, I know, you know, meditation's more mainstream now, but she definitely like didn't have that kind of practice. So I think, This all, you know, ultimately also impacted her mental health. And ultimately, I think over the years, it helped, not helped, it made her develop an autoimmune disease. And I'm not saying that we can completely avoid stress. We must completely avoid stress. I'm not saying that at all, but it is the unmanaged chronic stress that leads to burnout, but when we are chronically stressed constantly, that is where when it can lead to us to develop different conditions. And I have a quote for you from the book Shadow Work from Danielle and Danielle Massey, and she was on a few episodes before this one. So if you haven't listened to that, check it out. Um, But the quote in the book The fact says that according to separate studies by the National Center for Biotechnology Information and the American Psychology Association, chronic stress is the number one cause of most physical and mental ailments. These include, but are not limited to, heart attack, stroke, autoimmune disease, cancer, and psychological disorders, such as post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia, dissociative identity disorder, ADHD, and personality disorders. The number one cause of most physical and mental ailments. Let that sink in for a second. So my question for you is, are you chronically stressed? Or do you have like a plan to... To manage your stress, are you taking care of yourself? Right, and obviously, everyone's answer is going to be different, Um, and everybody has different circumstances. So, I'm not going to shame anybody for not doing what they can to take care of themselves or doing more, I should say. So, circumstances aside, though, I think that everybody has the availability to even start with a like breathing or being mindful of our breathing. And even if that's for 30 seconds or a minute before bed in the morning, you know, I think that's something that is available to everybody, no matter what class you are in. And, but of course, not everybody knows. So, What are you doing? What can you do for your stress, right? And I think that my advice for anybody listening would definitely be first to be aware and to learn that our health is made up of mind, body, and spirit. You might be like, oh my God, I hear everybody talk about that. Mind, body, spirit, da, da, da. What is it? But literally, each of those pillars are needed in order for us to feel balanced and to feel our best selves. Mind, of course, doing things that benefit our mind. Like maybe if it is going to therapy, maybe if it is your choice is to get um, anti-depression like depression medicine, maybe that's like something you need to do. Maybe it is meditating. Maybe it's journaling, right? So these things that are going to benefit your mind. Also an option, just be, being becoming aware of your thoughts, knowing that like sometimes people act a certain way and that we can kind of understand like, oh, like maybe the reason that they act that way is because of, you know, things that they're going through, things that... So, like, really being more aware of our thoughts and body. So, physical health, our physical health would be, you know, moving our body, of course. What we are doing, what we are putting into our bodies. Are we drinking enough water? What's our sleep like? That's a big one for physical health. And, of course, there's more, maybe if it is taking supplements, if that's your choice. Or, like also talking, looking at our body as, as something that is, you know, our vessel and like a sacred vessel rather than being at war with ourselves. then spirit would be our, our connection to ourselves, our connection to others, and the connection to the environment. So think spirit, That is anything that lifts our spirits, makes us feel good. So maybe even having like a solo date and like doing something that brings out your inner child, like painting or like dancing around your room, like maybe you used to do when you were a kid and, you know, connecting to others, a community. Maybe it's like being more mindful of making, going to classes or joining a group that, uh, it's like a, a running club because you love running. So really starting to see our health as mind, body and spirit. Because the fact is, if you are burnt out right now, not everybody can start in the same way. Not everything is going to work for everybody. But that's the first thing I think to become aware of knowing that your mind, I mean, your health is made up your, of your mind, body and spirit. So doing things that bring you joy, that's going to help, you know, your mind and our like physical health, right? Because like, let's say, well, for me, at least not having connection to others, that's when I felt really alone and disconnected. What did I do to fill that void? I would eat, emotionally eat, and then I would feel quote unquote better. But then, then I felt I saw like how it changed my body and like, then in my mind, like it was, was like F because I'm like talking negatively about myself to myself and having the regret. So everything is all interconnected. So keep that in mind too. Now, if you, you know, are in a position where, okay, backtrack. So think of your health as mind, body, spirit. Second, getting rest. So maybe that looks like you saying no to plans or even for now, you literally keeping your weekends clear or at least your Sundays clear. Like making sure we have proper rest is productive because of course it helps our health, but it helps us show up better moving forward as well. So having that rest, okay, saying no to things, those kind of intertwine. But having those boundaries, that's something else that when we are burnout, we might need to have better of. So you are, let's say you are invited to something maybe that's from a coworker, like a party and like maybe you're not even that close to the coworker, right? What could be a more valuable way to use your time when you are tired and you aren't feeling good? getting rest right so starting to say no to things and having better boundaries that's another like thing i think is so important at the beginning now this isn't accessible to everybody however sometimes we might get into we might get to this place and that would be to take time off again this might not be accessible to everybody. Everybody's in a different position. But sometimes some people might get to a spot where they are like, "Oh my god, like I just need to take a medical leave or something." That if you're able to and you know, all your other ducks are in line, whatever that might look like, that is nothing to be ashamed about. I'm t- I was talking to somebody recently and she's a lawyer. She's working at a law firm and she's just like, and she's my age and she's just like, I'm so fucking tired. (laughs) Like I can't, I, I'm not feeling myself. I'm not feeling like myself. I'm not sleeping. She's having like insomnia, like stress. And you know, it's, and I kind of just told her, like I told you guys, like what I went through and, and, and my thoughts on it. So don't be ashamed. If that's something you want to do, like, don't be ashamed of it. And I think just to like, to go back to kind of what I said at the beginning of my why of like, why I'm doing all this work that I like these types of work, things that I'm doing the sound healing, you know, the coaching, the grief group, like, everything is our health is so precious and so valuable. And I think well, that is basically the first thing that people regret not taking better care of when they get that diagnosis, when they realize like, oh my God, I have this, what happened? Like, what could I have done better? And it's not, I'm not saying live in fear or anything, but I don't know. My my belief is just to kind of live in a way where I am... Happy where I'm loving myself, my body, where I'm being grateful for my health and understanding, you know, just how valuable it is. Maybe that's come. Well, it's definitely come from watching my mom and losing her so young. You know, her being young, but also me being at a young age, and yeah, it just definitely changed my outlook. Um, So if you know burnout is something that you are struggling with know that you're definitely not alone in it. Um, and honestly, I think that, you know, whatever, wherever you can start on, if, you know, if you wish to follow some of those, those four tips that I kind of gave, if you wish to follow them, like, I really hope that I give, like, I give you strength, I'm sending you strength for when you try to follow them because it really sucks when you get to that point where you're just like showing up to work and you're like, I literally don't care because I was having a conversation with my client on Monday about that or Sunday and she's like, I literally don't care and I'm like, I totally got there. I know exactly what that's like and you're like, I, I can't. I just, I can't. So if this episode helped you, if you feel like you know somebody that this episode could help as well please share it with a friend I'd be so grateful and if you have a moment really really quick moment to give it a scroll to like the page where all the episodes are and to scroll to the bottom and give it you know your star vote it with your star or if you can even write a written review that again would be I'd be so grateful for it really helps the show show up Um, for others. And then, you know, you're helping me educate and share the message of, you know, our health is so precious. So if you send a screenshot as well of this review, I will send you my meditation, my sound healing meditation, my sound bath. And if you don't follow me, keep an eye out for sound baths coming, sound bath classes, meditation classes coming soon. So I'm really excited about that. Because, again, if we need to start, if we're not already, start taking care of ourselves, doing these, these little, little things, they help and in a community, it's always good to, you know, have a class. So they'll be virtual, by the way. All right. Well, I hope that you had a little bit of a, a take from this episode in some way, shape or form. And don't forget, you can connect with me at TammyU wellness on TikTok, on Instagram, on the places. And thanks so much for listening. I'm grateful for you. And I hope to talk to you soon.